What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. Following an internal audit of the Alameda County Sheriff's Department, 47 deputies were relieved of their badges and arrest powers because they failed psych exams that should have prevented them from being hired in the first place. One of those deputies included Devin Williams, who committed a double homicide, killing his mistress and her husband. Now, the state entity, Police Officer Standards and Training, or POST, is planning an audit of the psychological exams of hundreds of law enforcement officers in San Francisco and Contra Costa County. We're joined this morning by Jonah Owen Lamb, senior reporter at the San Francisco Standard. Good morning, Jonah. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us today. Let's start with Alameda County since that's where this all started. As promised, the Sheriff's Department is rapidly returning sheriffs who failed the exam to work. The state entity police officer standards and training or post was brought in to retest these cops. Can you help my listeners understand what post is? So post is the state body that licenses, uh, they call them peace officers, but that's cops generally as everyone would know them. So sheriff deputies police officers across the state. If you're not post-certified, you cannot be a law enforcement officer. So that's everybody from uh, law enforcement that does stuff for universities to BART to OPD to SFPD to Alameda Sheriffs. And how connected is post to law enforcement agencies, meaning is this police policing police? I mean, uh, you know, I haven't done a lot of reporting on post itself, but yeah, post is a law enforcement organization. I mean, it is a commission. Um, so there is some aspect of that. I don't know the numbers of staff that work there that are cops and the like, but it is, you know, it is a law enforcement, um, agency that, uh, you know, does training, um, does oversight, uh, and does the law, but I just don't have enough uh, knowledge about the, the agency itself to speak to it in terms of like, if it's full of former cops or current cops and what that says about their ability to police their own. At least 12 of the 47 deputies have returned to full duty. Do we know if any additional therapy or mental health support is going to be required or are they just back at work? No follow-up. Well, the regulations say that you're allowed a second test if you fail your first psych exam. So my understanding in Alameda is those folks got a chance to take their exam again. And so the folks who are coming back into the ranks, I believe, are folks who have retaken that test. This is true for all the other agencies that are being reviewed. So like my reporting showed, this is Contra Costa County, Alameda County, and San Francisco County. Every law enforcement agency uh, is being reviewed for the results of their psych exams going back to 2016. So if any of these agencies come up short, so to speak, and they have law enforcement officers who did not, in fact, pass their exam, those folks will also most likely be allowed to take a test to see if they can uh, pass it in this time around. In your article, you you note that Chief Bill Scott of the San Francisco Police Department says this is just routine. I've never heard of this routine practice. Have you? So when, when they say that, it's a little confusing or speaking out of both sides of, uh, of your mouth. Post does every two years do a review of law enforcement agencies, right? So they all are on their own schedule. So there might be a planned review of SFPD as usual. Usually what that in, in 
encapsulates is that they're reviewing new hires. So they're going to go, okay, you did a psych exam and other background checks and other things for your new hires. Well, we're going to review that process and those individuals. Now, in the SF Sheriff's example, this year the post was set to do a review of something like 24 new hires, right? That is the normal average every biannual review. But there's another 224 deputies who were hired since 2016 whose psych exams the Post is reviewing as a precaution to make sure the same thing that happened in Alameda did not happen in San Francisco. We've said 2016 a couple of times. Why is this the magic year for how far back the audit uh, in Alameda County went and how far back the audit in San Francisco and Contra Costa counties are going to go? Good question. Alameda County Sheriff's Office said that in a letter uh, that Sheriff Ahern wrote that they received some kind of communication that year indicating that they could hire deputies who scored low. I mean, it doesn't quite work that way. You either pass or you don't on these psych exams. But the way they, they, they phrased it, it was if you didn't kind of get a high score. Post said that isn't the case. There's either a passing or a failing. And so that was kind of the, the point in which... Uh, the sheriff's office in Alameda County said that they started making wrong choices in terms of, of these hires. Post said what also happened that year was that they made a change in their regulations, and I've read the regulations, and nowhere did those regulations seem to indicate that you could hire people who um, had gotten a, a low score on these psych exams. Um, so it's a little unclear exactly what that was. And since Post is now doing a review of these three counties, which um, is still unclear why it's these three counties specifically, other than the fact that maybe these three counties have a lot of lateral hires, folks moving from police or uh, sheriff's office uh, moving around, right? So I don't quite know why this is the case, but it might be that Post did send something out that was confusing. But at this, at this point, uh, I don't have that uh, reported or, or verified. Fair enough. I know that in response to what happened in Alameda County and, and, and now what's happening in San Francisco and Contra Costa counties, journalists, organizers, advocates, impacted families have sent lots of FOIAs um, trying to connect the dots between incidents of police misconduct and the deputies that were relieved of their duty. What do you think happens when, if, excuse me, one of those dots is connected and someone's back at work? Well, it's a good, already, it's the implications are obviously... Um, uh, troubling, I guess, is the word that comes to mind. If it turns out that there's a bunch of law enforcement officers who were hired who weren't psychologically fit to be law enforcement officers and then they were involved in incidents, uh, I'm sure this could have downstream impacts on uh, prosecutions. Uh, it could have legal impacts from families or individuals who were the subject of these uh, arrests or actions. Um, that all remains to be seen. I mean, at this point, we have to wait to see, you know, how many of these law enforcement officers say shouldn't have been hired and whether or not there's going to be legal impacts. And I think there's a broader kind of question to ask here, which is um, kind of how do law enforcement agencies go about administering these tests? Who um, who grades the test, so to speak, because these are not um, given, say, at some giant hall in Sacramento where all cops drive there once a year when they've you know passed their training. Every agency 
get to do their own process. Now, that process is overseen, um, so to speak, by post, and they have to review, the, you know, the questions, and it has to all kind of align with the standards that the state has, has drawn up. But some of these folks have been working for each agency for years, if not decades. Um, so I think there are questions to be asked in terms of, like, who is doing the test, um, what's the efficacy of the test givers, is there a relationship between the agencies and these folks that they contract with, right? Because if you're getting paid every year and you've been working for a police, uh, a law enforcement agency for decades, then, you know, if you don't pass a bunch of their folks, where are you going to get the contract next year? Again, that's all just speculation, but that's kind of, I think, important other aspects of this story to think about. Agreed, and we're going to continue to track this story on Law and Disorder. Jonah, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Rask in the Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.